Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game. The show just moves right along, doesn't it? I look up. The show's in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry, but the show's in a hurry. Bruce Barnum, Portland State football coach, joining us. He is off a loss to Washington. He is uh, headed into uh, the meat of his schedule, and he joins us every week. Uh, give us an idea. How good is Washington? Uh, hey, John. Uh, thanks for having uh, the bikes, number one. Um, you know... Uh, I got a good look at everybody except their punter. Uh, they were <laughs> efficient. Um, they have the speed on the edge, I think, you need to put pressure on people. I think we talked last week about their makeup speed. Um, their offensive line, uh, I'd like your left tackle. And, you know, you look at them, and, again, I, I know they have – they have a guy that will be back around November, that linebacker, I forget his name. I mean, they have better guys. They have even more talent coming back. So how they match up against the real world, I don't know. You know, they got a big I think they have a big one, a ranked team coming this week, you know. So see how they do up there and all, you know. I think they're a league team. You know, you and I have talked. There's, there's you know, FBS mediums and there's FBS elite you know they're not they don't have the SEC size but they have the speed there was there you probably saw it on film but there's probably a moment when you get out on the field and you're trying to look for things you can do uh ang- you know can we run this can we run that it, when you get into a game like that I also think you're probably thinking about you know keeping your guys healthy because the point is to get into the big sky conference healthy how did you come out of this healthy well, I took advantage of some things. Um, probably shouldn't be talking about this on air, but we—that uh, is a concern. You know, we have first. I planned a bye week. I had a choice for a bye week. I planned it after watching watching spring game. I plan my bye week now, so we have two weeks off uh, to get a hundred percent. And I am going to get some guys back. But I, I took advantage of the situation a little bit because in my world, um, if you say you're playing for me and you get injured, um, I probably not going to get, you know, we don't, we don't have things on site. I'm probably not going to get your x-ray to find out what's wrong with you until, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, it's just, you know, what, what, who we are right now. But I knew that Washington had an x-ray machine right there in the stadium. So uh, we had five question marks. We got them checked out right away and there's nothing, uh, everything was a positive. So, you know, we got banged up, but, uh, nothing broken, um, and, and, you know, that, it, it is what it is. You you now get the time off. Will you give the guys true days off and just say, hey, step away from football for a day or two, or how do you how do you manage that? Well, bye week's always a question with every coach. You know, when you make the playoffs, if you're in the second round, it's a question. What we're doing, right or wrong, um, we have uh, we have regular Sunday. 
Uh, we're going Monday, Tuesday. I think today's Tuesday. So we went two days. Tomorrow uh, we have a tailgate uh, starting at 8.30 for um, the travel squad. Uh, breakfast burritos, free Gatorade, free water in the jugs. I've got the, the beanbag things set out and all the games they do at tailgates. And the scout guys are having a, a game. It's a scout bowl. So they're going to tailgate. Other guys well, the guys going to meet at 830, get ready for the 1015 warm-up, kickoff probably 1042. I'm still working that out with ESPN. Um, then Thursday we will have another. We've been Montana, Montana. Tomorrow's scout. Uh, Thursday's Montana. Then I'm giving them Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because you have to give them a day off. So it's either Sunday or Monday. I uh, I didn't want to bring them back Sunday and then give them Monday off. So we're going Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and then we start. We'll practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, get on an airplane. I have one charter a year. I schedule it for this game. Um, so other trips might be a pain, but I know this is a big one. Montana's ranked number two in the country right now. And we're going to go take our shot. Bruce Barnum with us, Portland State football coach. How do you kind of psychologically um, – prepare your guys because when you have to play those payday games we all know they're payday games of course you're trying to win it but the reality is you're up against it and you guys are sitting at zero and two you're better than your record obviously you almost beat san jose state but how do you kind of get your guys regrouped and is that why you put the bye week where you put it it is why i put the bye week you know we got one slip away uh then we got throttled you know that's reality that's what i told the guys uh, but I showed them the composite schedule of the Big Sky Conference um, and everybody's path to the playoffs and where they're at, you know, and how other teams are are, are paying people to come play. And we decided to go the other way to take care of the department. But this is when it gets real. So uh, kind of a preseason talk, you know, preseason's over. Uh, now let's start. You know, and they were down. It's a competitive game. The egos, there's everything involved. Uh, but I told them they had to shake it. You, you have to shake it because it was, it's a good football team for FCS level. You know, um, one of the top teams in our conference you know, that we're going to go up against. We had four ranked teams and went down. And, you know, uh, you know where, where, where are you going to look at the glass half full? You know, Oregon scored 70 on a team uh, that's ranked in our in our world. So. You have to get over it. I go preseason and ready to go. Here we go. We have to win this mini. Uh, let's get the playoffs. So that's how we kind of regroup them. Bruce Barnum is with us, Portland State uh, football coach. Oregon State's playing against Montana State at Providence Park. How does that game being at Providence Park sit with you? Because that used to oh, be the Vikes' off. home I stadium. I answer that right away. That's it straight does. pisses me off. I mean, come on. You kidding me? Um, but you know things I'm not in control of. Uh, that'll be an interesting game. Um, uh, our bye week, actually. I talked to some of my players today. I'm going to text Vegan, the Montana State guy, and see if they can get down the sideline because we don't play them this year. But you know that'll be interesting. I know Smitty. They got a tough, you know, run the ball, hit you uh, football team. That's who Brent Vegan is too. That's who Montana State is. You know. Montana State's an old-school run, smash, don't care if it's 7-3. to three. You know, he came. He's a flatlander. He came from North Dakota State. And they won a lot of football games. And, uh, he, he, I, I, I like their team, Oregon State. 
it's two and zero though, and you know, again, they're the uh, they're supposed to win this football game. I just think it, I think it would be a a game for the you know uh, the guys who like a run game, field position type of deal uh, game. The when you say it pisses you off, are you mad at the people who are? in control of Providence Park? Are you mad at Montana State? Are you mad at Oregon State? Or just upset in general, it oh, pisses no, you off? Nothing at Oregon State or Montana. I mean, uh, the, again, they're, they're not in charge of the plays there. I don't know how that game came across. And I understand, you know, they say we didn't get kicked out of the stadium because we kept playing. We kept paying the money, you know, because it kept going up and up and up and up for the cost of living for our workers. Da, 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 and then it went to... Um, you know, they say, you know, Mario, we didn't kick you out of the stadium. Well, they didn't. They gave us like a window Monday to play our games from like one to eight. And I said, you know, anyway, so, uh, I just wish it wouldn't have happened. The high, there was a lot of good that for Portland, not just us, all the high schools, all the playoffs. I mean, that, that, that was a, that was a destination, not just for soccer, you know, and it got taken away and however it happened. Um, it happened, and yeah, I mean, I'm on the other side. I enjoyed what you know, Providence used to be, or Civic, or whatever you want. Mode, I don't even know what it is now, but I enjoyed what it was, you know, for the city of Portland. Even when I was a kid, I was the bridge, and we came over to the, the be- Beaver, everything that was there, you know. Uh, saw Louis Tion, saw all that stuff, and that's gone, and it's soccer. You know, that's who who it is right now. Whoever's fault it is, I don't know. I'm pissed just because I would love to have it back. And I mean, my team, everybody, uh, we were ranked one of the top places in the uh, conference, you know, one, one of the coolest stadiums, and now we're not. So, Is there a shot that this could open the door for you getting back in, or do you uh, has that already been explored? No, I, I think it's been pushed. I think we've asked. I think we've, you know, brought a couple pops to talk about it. I don't think the door's open, you know, um, just from what I hear. And, again, I'm not in those talks, John. I hear it, you know, sideline. I hear it after it's happened. But I, I don't think they're how uh, they want that. Just my, uh, what I gather, and, again, I don't explore it. It's not me. They don't want you know, talk talk to me. I'm the guy who walked around to <laughs> there waiting for tickets to uh, go to the game, the soccer games. I remember after one of our games, they were tinted up. And I said, you know what? I got to get these people to my game. So I'm walking through all the tents and it was, <laughs> it was interesting. I'm going to leave it at that, but I saw some stuff. <laughs> I, uh, I, I got my ass in trouble for it by the little kid, you know, by the yeah. You you come on this show, you often you you say afterwards you got in trouble, but I back you on this one. I think you should be playing your games there. It's a shame that sure, you know. I, I for, think on the high school should too, man. That was a cool spot. Yeah. Do you, but, I, hey, I, no reason to bitch. Let's either fix it or build something new or yeah. move on. I mean, I'm not going to fight Merritt. And he's got more money than me and more power, and that's fine. I don't think he's an enemy of the state. I just think he. You know, I think you need, from what I hear, you need a certain thing for soccer, you know, and, and that turf is gold, you know. Uh, that's how they talk. And it has to be, they replace it a lot, and they uh, they can't have traffic on it. It will ruin it for their athletes. And they are top, you know, uh, they're top athletes. And 
they don't want to get them injured, and I don't know if it's a liability or what. I just know we're not playing there. Bruce Barnum is with us. I want you to enjoy your week off. Um, I want you to come back next week ready to talk about uh, your schedule and your season. For people who don't know, uh, Portland State uh, got a great group of guys. They've been supportive of the community. They're at Montana on the September 24th, and then they are back home at Hillsborough Stadium on October 1st for their homecoming game. Uh, and it's a great opportunity for, for families especially to get kids out to the game and, and see a college football game. Bruce Barnum, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us, John. I'll talk to you. There he is, Portland State football coach, Bruce Barnum. Stephen, before we go to break, can I just say that I think he spoke for a lot of people. I know the principals involved at Providence Park. I know the people involved at Portland State. It feels like this should have never happened the way it happened. They feel squeezed out. I don't blame the Timbers. They want a soccer-first facility. But here we have a college football game on Saturday night, and I don't know how else Portland State's supposed to feel. Yeah, I would feel... It's a it would be a weird spot to be in, just like he said. You know, like it sucks. That's that's all that he can say because it once was their stadium and now it's not because they didn't want him there basically. And now there's another college football game that like it doesn't make sense if you're Portland State. You're not you can't be happy about it. He's mad, and I don't blame him. I want you to leave it here. You got the bald face truth statewide. You've got the home of the truth. Back to the bald face truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game. We always get good interviews on this show. Bruce Barnum, outspoken, authentic, original. Those are things I like to, uh, those are guests I like to bring on the show. Uh, I think he spits truth. He's not happy about Portland State being locked out of Providence Park. He's not happy about seeing Oregon State and Montana State play there. The rest of us are going, hey, this is awesome. We got a college football game in Portland. But Portland State, whose campus is within, what, blocks of Providence Park? Like right there, that was their stadium. They have different feelings about it. And Bruce Barnum's done being diplomatic. Sean. Steven, what do you make of it? Yeah, it's, it's exactly what you guys have been talking about. It's certainly an injustice. You know, like, I, I understand the Timbers, like what Coach Barnum was saying, like, the Timbers are your top athletes. They're uh, consistently a powerhouse in the MLS. You want to keep those athletes healthy and, you know, the turf, like, maybe it's just not feasible to switch out the turf every single time that there's a football game and soccer game. But at the same time, you mentioned it, with uh, just where Portland State is located, just right outside of these studios, you know, so is Providence Park, right, right outside of these studios. Same vicinity of Portland. And now Portland State, I'm sure Coach Barnum's job is a lot more difficult, constantly having to kind of tweak his schedule to play, you know, at Hillsborough Stadium or wherever they have to play, you know, rather than just having that that main field. And I think Portland State is, uh, a, you know, there's certainly a deserving program to have their own stadium. So it's uh, it's an injustice, and I'm, I appreciate that he uh, that he spoke out about it with uh, with kind of the candor that he did. Yeah, the big takeaway I had away from it, John was Coach Barnum doesn't seem like he's a big fan of soccer. In general, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, you know, when you grow up and you're in high school or you play in sports as a kid, soccer and football is always during the fall season, right? It's always the same time. And there's always that little bit of rivalry. You know, football players don't think soccer guys are tough. Soccer players always are defending themselves. 
Bruce Barnum really seems like he does not like soccer at all. Find me a find me a football coach that's a big soccer right. fan. And and I think that was what came out, you know, it was just like not only is it are they losing their stadium, but they're losing it to the soccer team. Right. And that's what he doesn't like about it. And I think he has a fair argument, right? Like we want college football, we want football in the city of Portland, and we had it, and now they're moving it out to Hillsborough and they can't get back in. So I agree with Bruce Barnum. I think I would be I would be furious as well if I was in his spot. So I have uh, I blame him zero percent on this. I'd be livid if I were him. But uh, just for the sake of argument, you know how when you're in high school or you're in college and the teacher said or the professor said, "Hey, we're going to have a debate," and they assigned you a side of the debate that you didn't agree with. If I assign you the Timbers side of this debate, I would lead with, "Hey." Uh, you know, we want to be taken seriously as a sport. We have the largest fan base, the most rabid fan base uh, amid among uh, women, uh, the, the women's team and the men's team. Uh, we want to prioritize this. We don't want a football field in the lines of a football field across our soccer pitch. What else, what else should be included in that argument on the Timbers side of this? The Timbers are professionals, right? They are professional athletes where Portland State – you know, yes, you can get NIL deals, but they are college athletes. They're amateur athletes. So I think that has a lot to do with it. And I agree with you, the fact that they want to be taken seriously. You know, I'm not a big soccer guy, but I've been to a couple of Timbers matches working here, and they're fun. Like, it's a great a great atmosphere they have there. Um, and so if you're the Timbers, you want to be taken seriously as a top-notch organization in the MLS, which they have won an MLS Cup, and they're professional athletes. So I think that's what, that is the big thing for them is they don't want to be a minor league team. Right, we talk about the Blazers. How when they weren't going to send their broadcast team out, minor league move. Like it's kind of a minor league look to have you know the lines of a football field on your soccer field, right? We remember like when the Raiders were playing and they had the Oakland at the Oakland Coliseum and they had the yeah, baseball field. It yep. looked it looks bad, right? It doesn't look like a professional team. So I think that's what the Timbers are going for is they want to be taken seriously as a professional soccer team. I noticed when the when the Portland State team was still playing there in the last season that they played there. They started painting the numbers and the lines, the yardage numbers, very lightly on the pitch. They went lighter and lighter until you, 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 you damn near couldn't see the lines. It was evident that soccer was the priority. When you watch the Sounders play and they're playing on an NFL field, um, there is some sort of psychological effect there that says, hey, this isn't the priority. So I, I want to say this. like, I get it. I get why the Timbers don't want football played at the stadium but if you don't want football played at the stadium why are you selling out for this Oregon State game why are you why are you letting some football get played and not others because now it feels like it's a money grab I agree I mean it, it because if you wanted college football played at that stadium there was a team there there's no reason to have to go out. Now, I understand, like you said, it, it, it just seems like it's the money grab that there's going to be more fans that are going to come to this game than maybe there would be for a Portland State game. But what are you going to do? Are you just going to try to have Oregon here next year? Are you going to try to just bring in the, the other Oregon schools and not have a team here play all the time? I, I don't know, man. It's, it's a weird spot. Yeah, and f- correct me if I'm wrong, but the uh, OSAA football championships used to be at Providence Park. Now it's yeah. at Hillsborough Stadium. Yes, they used to be there. Uh, it's it, it really has – it is a loss. Like – I think the net effect, if we can all step back from 20,000 feet or 40,000 feet, is that you had this great venue that was in the heart of downtown, in the heart of Portland. Portland State played their football games there. Big high school playoff games were played there. And, oh, by the way, uh, back in the day, there was the Portland Beavers AAA games, and 
and then, oh, by the way, some Timbers games, and then as the Timbers invested in the stadium, expanding the stadium, improving the stadium, took over operations at the stadium, they very slowly and methodically started to squeeze things out. Now, I have raised that, that idea with Timbers management and ownership, and I said, hey, you squeezed out Portland State, and they object to that, 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 that characterization of it. And, you know, it's more from their standpoint that, hey, we were investing in the infrastructure of the stadium. We were the one putting the resources into the stadium. Why shouldn't we get to control the stadium? What do you say to that, guys? Yeah, I think that's a good – I mean, I, it's a good argument on that side as well. Like you said, to play the opposite side, that would be a great argument. They're putting the money in. They kind of control it, right? And it's just like owners or, you know, GMs of teams, you know, they don't owe necessarily the players the money if they don't feel like they deserve it and they can get rid of it. They can trade it. So the Timbers putting in the money to the stadium, putting all the money into that area, like they don't necessarily have to have you. Now, I don't know the exact logistics of it, the details of it, but it seems like they made it just way too hard for Portland yeah. State to play there. So yeah, that's their choice. Do I agree with it? Not necessarily, but it is their choice. I'm 100%. If with I'm you. taking the other side, though, yeah. there are other professional organizations. Uh, Miami Dolphins, they share with the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, you know, the Atlanta Falcons and Atlanta's MLS team, they share that, that giant stadium that Oregon and Georgia played in. So, you know, it, the Timbers, uh, you know, like while you can understand it, there's, there's other professional sports organizations that are willing to share. So you have to keep in mind that part as well. I totally agree. I think there should have been a happy solution, happy medium. I'm frankly, I think if we had better leadership in the city, somebody from the city would have stepped in and said, "Hey, wait a minute. This is a great civic venue. It used to be, you know, formerly known as Civic Stadium. Uh, that park, it it shouldn't just be, hey, uh, it's Timbers only. And oh, by the way, if you're willing to pay enough, we can let your football team play there." You got the bald-faced truth. Our big splash coming up. Jack Coletto, the jackhammer, 4 o'clock. Leave it here. We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the bald Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the bald-faced truth radio show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the bald-faced truth radio show. Thanks for listening.